if you're not into sage psychics or if you don't burn stones. sage when people leave your house <laughs> okay let's just do this my name is Raylene my name is Hallie we're wifeology <laughs> <laughs> Eat some fruit, though. <laughs> Stay healthy. <laughs> okay. Hey. What's up? Welcome back. Hello. Happy- I'm Raylene. <laughs> this is Hallie. We posted a couple episodes, so maybe we just need to reintroduce ourselves. <laughs> That's a good point. What if people are just clicking on a yeah. random episode? That is a good point. Yeah. If you're new here, <laughs> this is Hallie. I'm Raylene. Uh and <laughs> we're wifeology we're wifeology we started this on the premise that we would both be wives things change so back up a couple episodes yeah and uh <laughs> we don't really know we don't really have a game plan anymore no. we're just kind of winging it yeah so if it's about wives cool if it's just not about wives cool yeah excuse us eating, <laughs> as eating well. some fruit because holly wrote it in her damn journal today that she needed to eat healthy <laughs> which means i need to eat healthy because I, to- I can't be a fat bitch by myself well, we have jelly beans beside the fruit and margaritas, so really the fruit's just canceling out the other one, so we're neutral. And <laughs> last night when I bought this fruit, uh-huh. I was trying to text Hallie back, mm-hmm. and I tipped the fruit, and it spilled, the juice spilled all over my shirt, all over my pants, and I just wanted to say that if I bought donuts, they would not do that to me. They wouldn't. They would <laughs> not do that. Do, donuts would never betray me. I just... <laughs> fucking container of fruit did but if you listen to our last episode you know that Raylene has issues with liquids <laughs> so it was a full moon okay so i speaking of full oh, moons you just wait. transitioned perfectly <laughs> i did but pause can you back up for a second okay i spilled the whole water jug did i tell you this maybe so <clears throat> okay so if you did listen to our last episode the one before that episode was 10. number 10 um <laughs> I had spilt champagne all over the laptop. And then later that day when Hallie went home, I was trying to be a really good wife and I was trying to fill up the water jug. So we have like a three liter Brita water with a spout in our fridge. And I always pull it out a little bit and then I fill it up with water. And when I pulled it out, I guess I pulled it out a little bit too far. So lo and behold, it's (laughs) 11 p.m. And I've now spilt water all over the kitchen floor. My husband's gaming. All you hear is, (sighs) I gotta go. He gets off. He literally looks at me and goes, it's a good thing you're cute. Helps me clean it all up. And then after that, he goes on and he, he goes on to his game and he's like, sorry, guys. Do you want to know what my wife just did? And then told him everything that happened. But anyway, yes, it was a full moon that day. I'm a big believer in full moons, which is what we're going to talk about today. I feel like... <laughs> Again, we're trying magician. The, we're trying the video thing for those that are listening just on the podcast. We're also hoping to eventually have the video portion of it out. You know what? Like, thank God for Hallie to explain this <laughs> stuff because I would just keep going on. No regard. No regard for the people can't see us. Because I can see us. <laughs> but also, this is very low production cost. <laughs> it's being filmed currently on an iPhone. <laughs> On a tripod that I bought with a ring light in front of a window. You know when you see movies on the W Network? <laughs> like a Hallmark movie? Kind of. And you're like, wow, that's really low budget. Yeah. That's this. That's us right now. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. We will. Eventually. But yeah, if you want to watch the video portion, I don't know where we're going to... We don't even know where this is going to end up. We might be just straight up lying and it might not go anywhere, so... 
If you're listening, that's all that really really matters yeah. to us. So we're trying to video, we're trying to record, we're trying to eat some fruit to stay healthy because we ain't got to be no fat bitches. Summer's coming. <laughs> and I wrote in my journal today. We can't I- go anywhere, but <laughs> summer is coming. Doug Ford tried to promise us a good summer today. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Anyway, so today we're going to be talking about spirituality. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily in, like, the religious type Mm-mm. spirituality? I don't think any type of religious spirituality. Like, I don't, I, I don't think what we're talking about relates to, like... Religion? Religion. No, no. Not it's at all. It's strictly spirituality. If this isn't your... Cup of tea. Scene, see you next week. <laughs> if you're not into sage psychics or... If you don't burn stones. sage when people leave your house... I'm just kidding. You can still listen. <laughs> You can listen and make fun of how fucking psychotic mm-hmm. we might sound to you. That's true. Or you can relate to us. I personally have never burned sage, but I really want to. Especially after my breakup, I thought, like, I need to get rid of... to cleanse that. ...negative energy. Uh-huh. And I feel like I needed to bathe in some fucking sage. Mm-hmm. I haven't yet, because where the fuck do you buy sage? Anywhere. Anywhere? Like the fucking grocery store? Maybe not the grocery store. I'm can you pick it up at Sobeys? <laughs> it's probably like a health food store. Um, like a... I cannot... There used to be a shop in... In Hespler. No. I feel like... In the mall. Like, uh, something Earth. Um, Green Earth. Um, yeah, I feel like they used to Yeah, you it. might be able to get something like that they there, closed. but I don't think they... Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they're <laughs> open anymore. There used to be... There's also a store in the Cambridge Mall called Spencer's. You may yes. be able to get something there. Oh, are you kidding me? That thing is just have... They have, like, sex drinking toys? games and sex toys. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have sage, too. They have a little spirituality section. Interesting. Because so you can get white sage or green sage. When I moved in here, I saged. Yeah. What's the difference? I don't quite know. We can maybe look it up. I just know that they sell a green sage and they sell a white sage and they're different. Um, When I moved in here, I bought sage and I saged my whole apartment before I moved in here to get rid of that bad juju, that bad... There was bad juju? Energy. I didn't know, but I didn't want to chance it. I just wanted to be Like, I was moving in here the first time on my own. Like, I was not trying to... Move the camera. I was not trying to have no bad... Sorry, we're just... I'm just realizing I'm way more in this frame than she is. Anyway... There you go. Is this better? Yeah, it's way better. Why do I seem so much taller than you? Am I taller than you? A little bit, yeah. (laughs) So anyway, I saed everything, and, like, I got into, like, the corners, okay? Like, the corners. Did you set off any fire alarms? Like this. Through my apartment, everywhere. Everywhere. I lit a single candle the other day underneath a fire alarm in my basement, and it set the fire alarm off. It was dumb. (laughs) I used to do it all the time when we lived there. Oh, there was like a table, and there's a table in our basement that I used to always light a candle on, and I lit one there the like literally two days ago, and it set the fire alarm off right away. And I'm like, is this just bad juju because I haven't mm-hmm. dealt with it mm-hmm. down here? You got to cleanse that shit. Also, yeah. When I moved in here, <laughs> I had some people over mm-hmm. to like celebrate. Mm-hmm. As soon as they left, I saged. Hmm. Not. I don't do it often anymore. Also, he would think I'm, like, out to lunch. Like, I've never. <laughs> I've never. We've, we, he, he, he's not really that open-minded to spirituality in that mm. sense. So, some things we don't talk about. Because I'm, like, for sure he'd probably think, like, I was a Looney Tune. I'm sure if I told him, he'd probably well, be, like, fine. I feel like some people are weird about, like, psychics and stuff. Like, my mom is the poster child of making fun of me. For going to a psychic. Like, yeah. my mom would be like, did she know you were coming? Oh, yeah. My dad will say <laughs> shit like that. I hate it. You should it. take her to a psychic and see what happens. Oh, my God. Annette, you should go. <laughs> go. You don't know me, but... <laughs> <laughs> she 
she'll tell you the fucking truth. Let me tell yeah. you. My psychic will get there, but yeah. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I used to sage, and I think when I moved in here, I never felt, like, bad energy, but I didn't want bad energy to have bad energy. I I really need to cleanse the basement. Yeah. You should have done that before you even moved back in. There's just a lot going on <laughs> when I moved back to my parents' house. <laughs> Definitely get some sage. Yeah, I should get some sage. Mm-hmm. Start fresh. Yeah. I remember, so I've, I've talked to a few psychics in my lifetime, um, and one of them said to me about saging your doorway. Interesting. Like, Be- the front The front door. Yeah. Okay. Because that's where everything, like, and comes in and comes out. Um, and I'm not here to play, so I do everything. The windows, the doors, the corners of the rooms. The- wherever a spirit yeah, can sneak wherever in. Yeah, wherever somebody can get in here. A vent? Where, yeah. No, I didn't do that. I don't really have vents like that, no, though. Don't. I have baseboard heaters. You don't have vents. Yeah. But maybe you could. <laughs> that shit might flow through there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I am, I, I'm a big believer in a lot of spiritual things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little bit... If I feel like there's a bad presence, immediately I'm scared. And I know that it's not, like, a scary thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's my immediate response is, like, yeah. to be fearful. And I know that that's not necessarily... Like, that's not... It's not not always a bad thing. Yeah. Do you feel that you have, like, a sixth sense? No. I do. <laughs> I personally feel like I have a sixth sense. I remember, like, there, for forever, I've always had, like, dreams... So, okay, I'm going to back up. So, I'll tell the story. I was probably in high school, I think, and there was probably about a three-month period where I was having these intense nightmares. Like, really intense nightmares. Like, there was one where I think I talked about uh, briefly in another episode that I, like, there was a murder dream. I think Mm -hmm. it was in our truth or drink one. That literally I murdered my sisters. Yeah. In our old house. Yeah. There was another one where I was on, like, a cruise ship and and everything, if something bad whatever the worst part of that dream was, I would wake up at that moment. But also in that dream, I would see a figure of a man. And there was three months of this happening. And I would have these nightmares like three or more times a week, like really awful, awful nightmares. But in this nightmare, I would always see this figure of a man. It was like a dark man in a suit kind of, but I never really saw his face. Mm -hmm. And I started telling my parents, like, this is what's happening to me. Like, I'm seeing this. And I would wake up and thinking either I was awake or I wasn't. I don't, I'm not actually sure to this day. And I would see this figure standing in the corner of my room. Mm-hmm. And months passed of this happening. And my dad told my, my vava, which is grandma and Portuguese, yeah. that this was happening. And she brought out... And I just always kind of felt like that figure I really recognized. Yeah. But I didn't know who it was because I never saw the face. Yeah. She pulled out some photo albums, and I saw this photo of my great-grandpa that I never met, and this photo was exactly him. Like it? But I've never seen that photo in my life, and I've never met him before. Yeah. But it was him. Like, through and through. And every nightmare, he was just there standing. And this happened for three months, and I don't know why it happened. There was, like, nothing really going on in my life that really, like, triggered that. Yeah. But I always have felt like I had this, like, sixth sense of I can really notice, like, negative energy in a room like my one friend when I was in high school his name was Marcus and he always said that in his house he swore to god it was haunted and mm-hmm. like there was always like something happening in that house 
every time I walked into that house, I didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. I felt really uncomfortable. I guess, like, when you put it that way, yes, like, sometimes mm-hmm. I can feel, like, if I'm, like, in a, in a situation and I'm, like, the energy is off or, mm-hmm. like, something's not quite right. Mm-hmm. Um... And, like, I've had some wild dreams, too, that, like, I've woken up and I'm, like, was that real life? Like, was I dreaming? Was I awake? Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to tell you that I've had a similar dream before, but there was, is the same sort of thing, but there was, like, this outline of a, of this man. Um, but it was all black. Like, there was no, like, body parts. Like, you, but you could see that it was, like, an outline of a person. Yeah. But he had a hat on and it was all black and he stood in the doorway not oh in this God. apartment. Yeah. Um, in my old house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember telling someone about it and they were like, yeah, like I've seen that too. Like that exact same thing that you've just described. And I'm like, what is that? Um, I've also, this is so weird. So I had for years. Okay. Years. I would have a dream that my sister and I were going to Zare's and there was always this woman and she had white hair and she had really really long long white nails and she was always standing near the front of the of the store waiting and she would always try to like get us but I was afraid of her like I was like really like weirded out by her for years to the point where I thought it was real life I thought that it happened and I said to my sister like you remember the girl at Zara's like she had the white hair and the long nails and my sister was like no (laughs) and I was like yeah you remember her like she we would always see her at Zara's and she's like no Raylene like I don't and I'm like (sighs) what do you mean you don't like we see her all the time um and I had another dream that she was there and in this dream, she was walking me somewhere, and I, I had my car had flipped over in the winter, and she was walking me to a different car. And I was like, this is so weird. And my brother's really big into spirit, or my brother-in-law is really big into spirituality. So I told him this dream, and he said, like, that's your guardian angel. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, that's your guardian angel. <laughs> like, that's why you see her. Like, you can never go talk to her, because she's always just watching from afar. It's mm-hmm. not like a negative energy, right? Um, but... When this dream had happened, so I don't know if you research your dreams, but... Sometimes, yeah. We, we both do at work yeah. sometimes. So, a car represents your journey. Mm-hmm. So, if you're in a car and you're driving it, it's your journey. If you're in a car and you're a passenger, you're on someone else's journey. Hmm. So, I was driving this car and it flipped over and I had to get out and she was taking me to a different car. And at that time in my life, my life had literally just flipped upside down. Huh. So, it was really... It wasn't cool. like it flipped upside down yesterday and then I had this dream, but like yeah. I was in a transitional period in my life mm-hmm. and this dream, I was like terrified almost because my instinct is to just be terrified. Like I'm not like <laughs> come with love. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, and it was really weird. But have you seen her since? No, not since that dream. I haven't seen the figure of the man, my great grandpa either. Yeah. And what's funny is, this is a cultural thing, but in Portuguese culture, when my dad... So, when I saw that photo, I burst into tears because mm-hmm. I was like, that is him. Like, I was so freaked out, but I also wasn't that scared. Like, yeah. I just kind of felt like, oh, you're here with me. Um, And in Portuguese culture, <laughs> I sound like a bunch of psychos, they believe that when you see someone like that in your dreams, that they need something on the other side. Mm-hmm. So, they believe that they need food or they need money or something like that. So, what my grandma did was actually gave my dad bread and money to have in mm. the house to offer him, and I never saw him again. Yeah. Which is bizarre. Yeah. But that's just, like, what the culture is yeah. in Portuguese culture. And it's funny, not even just like that, but if... um 
if the anniversary of a death comes around, they give you bread and money. Hmm. So, like, my grandma will come over and bring, like, a loaf of sweet bread and, like, a $20 bill. On the anniversary of... of someone's death. Okay. Anyone? Like, in mm-hmm. your family? In our family, hmm. yeah. That's so, like, whenever my dad my mom comes over and, like, we get food and money, I'm like, who died? Yeah. <laughs> because that's what we do. Yeah. But since then, since she gave him the money and the bread, I have never seen him. Seen him. So, I have kind of a similar, like, this happened, never seen again. So, did I ever tell you the story of, like, when the ashtray was open in my car? No, ashtray. Okay, so when I lived with my parents and I was in high school, I worked in the mall. Mm-hmm. And I would drive my parents' car to work every day when I had my license. And um, my dad used to smoke. So, you know how in cars they used to have the little ashtray that fit into the cup holder and you could, like, flip yeah. it open? So, we had one of those in the car because my dad used to smoke all the time. And when I got in the car, it was open and I just shut it and I was like, whatever, I shut it. When I got to work, I got I went into work and I came back out and it was open again. And I was like, that's weird. Like, I thought I closed that. Mm-hmm. So, I closed it. Went home. That was fine. Went to bed. Went to go to work the next day, and it was open again. And I was like, "Was did my dad take the car somewhere and he opened mm-hmm. it?" So this happened for maybe like three days. This exact same thing. I would wow. close it, go to work, come out of work, and it was open. Get home, go to work the next day, and it was open again. So I finally said to my dad after probably like three or four days, "I'm like, Dad, like, have you been in the car? Like, why do you keep like smoking there and opening?" It? And he's like, "I haven't even driven that car, and like, like you've had it, right?" Yeah. And I was like, no, like, you've been opening the ashtray. Like, why are you opening it? And he's like, no, really. Like, I'm not. I didn't touch the ashtray. And I then I get now weirded out. I was like, what the hell? Like, is someone yeah. in my car? It was really weird. Um, and I told my mom about it. And she goes, oh, like, that's, like, Nanny and Poppy. Like, her parents. Like, my grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Like, no, it <laughs> isn't. And she's like, yeah, like, because they smoke, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, like, that's probably just them. Like, you know, just say hi to them. And I was like, I am surely not going to drive in the car and say hi to Mm -hmm. beings that I don't even know, you know? Like, I was, like, really weird about it. But it kept happening. So, finally, my mom was like, just tell them, like, it's okay if they want to come for a drive, but, like, they can't smoke in the car. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So, finally, after it it kept happening really quickly I was like hi nanny poppy it's okay if you come in the car but you can't smoke anymore and the ashtray was never open again oh like God. never open yeah. so wild I had another similar situation where um I lost a friend when I was 19 in a car accident um and it was a really like it was the first friend I've ever lost I've never lost I really hadn't had any loss in my whole yeah. life other than a great-grandparent <clears throat> I have all four grandparents still to this day yeah. so like his loss was the hardest thing probably I've ever really experienced. Yeah. We were 19 years old when he passed away. And for a long time after that, whenever I drove in the car, I really felt a presence with me. And I I had a hard time getting back in cars yeah. after that because he passed away in a car. Yeah. Um, And I felt him... Maybe it's just, like, me thinking that I was feeling him, but I truly felt like someone who was always sitting in my back seat. Yeah. And at the, I got to the point where I was like, hi, Travis, like... I love you. I hope you're okay. Yeah. And then I would feel calm. Yeah. But I would always feel this anxious feeling like, okay, somebody's in the car with me. I didn't feel alone. I was always looking in the back seat, looking in my mirror. There's no one there. But I felt like there was a presence. So for a long time, probably that full year, because it was really hard for me to grasp, like, loss. Yeah. Because I've, to that point when I was 19. And you're so young. Yeah. I was 19. I had lost a friend suddenly, like, literally overnight, like, the night before, he was supposed to come see us, and we were all like, no, no, we like we just want to chill tonight, and he went out with some people, ended up passing away, yeah. and the next morning, it was like, we couldn't believe it happened, yeah. and for a long time after that, I felt his presence yeah. a lot, and yeah, I'd always just say, like, hi, like, 
Thanks yeah. for coming for the drive. But, like, it was weird that I felt him in a car. Because right. that's where he passed, right. was in a car accident. Which kind of makes sense, though. Yeah. Yeah. But I always felt for her a little bit. Like, I felt, I felt like I felt him. And I don't know if that, we weren't, like, so, so close. But I always joke that Travis was my favorite. Because, yeah. oh, I have an alarm on for me to, um, get the pop sockets. <laughs> um, but I always felt... I always felt like I felt his presence, yeah. probably because I was the most spiritual one maybe. out of the whole group, and I always felt like I could maybe feel those were his things. his favorite, too. Yeah, maybe. He was coming back. He was my favorite. Yeah. I always said that Travis <laughs> was my favorite out of all the guys, but yeah, I always felt his presence, yeah. and I just had to say, like, hi, I noticed that you're here. That's yeah. it. See, I don't know, like, I felt super weird about it, but my mom was like, oh, just say that, and it was a couple years after I talked to a psychic, and I said, like, I told them that story, and they said, yeah, like, that's your grandparents, and I was like, "Mm, huh? Yeah, I did the same thing. And I, she was like, they were smokers, and that's the only way that they, because I didn't know my grandparents, like. Would you smell it? Yes. Okay, yeah. So, like, I'd be driving sometimes, and even to this day in this apartment, Mm. but people smoke here, Yeah. so, um, it's not as but I can, I can usually tell when mm. it, when it is, like, out of ordinary. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would be in the car, and, like, I would smell smoke and whatever, and it was just so bizarre, and when I asked the psychic, she was like, yeah, like, that's the only way they know how to let you know that it's them, mm-hmm. because you know they smoke, and I never, yeah. but they, she didn't know that I didn't know them. Yeah. Right? So, she was like, that's the only way they know how to tell you that it's them. Huh. Yeah, so I, I it was so weird. I also asked the psychic about him. Yeah. Um, when I, I think I had seen her maybe the year after he passed away. And I asked her about him, like, is he okay? And she said, and he, she said, yep, he's here. And he just says, like, you're my hound dog. Like, if anyone was going to come and reach out to me, it would be you. And yeah. that's true. Because yeah. none of the other friends in that group oh. would, would seek out to yeah. go see a medium to talk to him. Yeah. And he was really sweet. And the psychic told me that I would have a son that really resembled Travis. Yeah. Like, was going to be the same way that he was. So whenever that happens, I'm... I'm yeah. I always wanted to use the middle name Michael, yeah. which works because my dad's first name is Michael and his middle name was Michael. Okay. So I always planned, since Whoever. I was like, since yeah. he passed away, that my first son would have the middle name Michael because yeah. it worked in many different ways. Yeah. So, That's but yeah, true. she told me the same thing, like... Yeah, he's around, and yeah. he realizes that you're the one you're that's the, always yeah. seeking out to con- contact with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, my this the grandparents who smoke is my mom's parents, and my mom's mom had Alzheimer's. So, like, I never really ever knew her before she was sick. Mm-hmm. And um, I did a a Reiki session once. I don't know if you've ever heard of or had had what it is done. That? I'm honestly not entirely sure what it is. <laughs> But it's basically, like, a, a spiritual thing of some sort. I've never so heard of So, I worked with a girl at the keg who I used to be friends with, and her aunt did it. So, I went with her, and um, we had these Reiki sessions. And, okay, so it says, is a Japanese form of alternative medicine called energy healing. Reiki practitioners use a technique called palm healing or hands-on healing through which a universal energy is said to be transferred through the palms of the practitioner to the patient in order to encourage emotional and physical healing. Okay. Okay. So, I had this session. Mm -hmm. So, you basically lay on a table. Obviously, you're clothed. It's not like a massage, but, like, you (laughs) lay on this table and they do whatever, um, like, whatever they do for, like, healing. And she told me, she said, um, you, in a past life, your mom used to call you Songbird. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, she used to call you Songbird because you would not stop singing. 
remember when I just said I'm like a Grammy performance like (laughs) I sing honestly like I'm not good at it but like I will sing all the time like I used to all the time everywhere I went every day whatever um so that was interesting and then she brought up my my grandma who I've never met and um I actually have the recording somewhere Mm -hmm. in my email because she recorded the whole thing um but she was basically saying like let like to tell my mom that um she was like does your mom like believe in this and I was like I don't know like kind of like she kind of does kind of doesn't or she doesn't just doesn't want to admit that she believes in it um but she was like tell your mom that your your grandma says like your maternal grandmother says that the reason she doesn't come to see your mom is because she knows that she's okay but the rest of them that's why she goes and (laughs) sees them and when I told my mom that she started crying and she said Everybody always tells me stories about how they smell the smoke, and I know that that's mom and dad, but I never I never smell that. Yeah. Right? And so when I told her that, she just started crying. I just got goosebumps. Oh. Um, and <laughs> she was like, so tell her, like, she comes she comes to visit her, but she knows that they need her more, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it was really cool. And I had a... I don't know. They're really present when I go to psychics, and I don't quite know why, because I've never met them, mm-hmm. and I don't know if maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. Like, my grand, not that I've never met them. I met them, like, once or twice. But, like, my grandma, like I said, she had Alzheimer's. Like, she was... Yeah. She didn't know. Yeah. And I think I met my poppy, like, twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I went to go to my last psychic, um, they were there. He said, like, I have all four of your grandparents here. Oh, wow. And it was really cool. Um, but, yeah. Have you but ever well. asked about your guardian angel? No. My not psych- to that one. My psychic told me that my guardian angel, she asked me, she's like... Did your grandma or did your great grandma, somebody on that side of the family, like my dad's side, yeah, have a miscarriage? And I said, like, I don't really know. Like, I'm not sure. And she's like, well, your guardian angel is a boy named John. Yeah. And he was young when he passed. Hmm. And I can't. And I asked my dad and my aunt later on. They're like, yeah, I forget if it was my grandma or great grandma. One of them had a son passed really young. His name was John. And they were like, yep, that is your guardian angel. Like, he's there. And I had no idea. So, when I was in the session, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then I went home and asked my dad, and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, Maybe I'll ask that next time. I've never asked. I I truly have never thought to ask that. But I never met him, because obviously he died really young. Yeah. And she's like, yep, that is your guardian angel. He's there for you whenever you need him. Hmm. But it's funny, because the figure that I was seeing in those dreams that I talked about, was not my guardian angel. Yeah. So I've never... I don't even know if I've ever seen a picture of John. Yeah. But apparently he's the one that's there for me. Interesting. hmm Which, like, honestly, like, it, when stuff like that happens, it makes me think, like, how can people think that this isn't real? Like, how yeah. can people think that these aren't connected? And we Google our dreams a lot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I fucking do. I wish I could remember a lot of them, but I usually forget them. I try to write them down when I remember, but, like, I've had some wild dreams in my past... Mm-hmm. Sometimes in the Wild morning dreams. at work, we used to, like, say, yeah. I had a dream about this, and I'm like, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Google, Google it. it. Um, I miss you at work, Hallie. It's so <laughs> lonely by myself. Um, but, yeah, what I – so, I went to a psychic, not last December, but the December before, 2019, mm-hmm. I think. And r- remember, I told you. Okay, yeah. The Olive Reader. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, when I went to him – I also have that recording. When I went to him – He told me just so many things, and I, like, I was in tears at one point, Mm -hmm. because it just is so fascinating to me how these people don't even know you. Yeah. And the things that they tell you are not things that, like, you can search about me, or things that you can find online. They're not Mm -hmm. things that I broadcast, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And 
he brought up my grandparents and he said, like, I have all four of your grandparents here. And when he started talking about my dad's parents, like, I just couldn't keep it together. I don't know why. I just started, like, bawling my eyes out. Did you ever know them? Not... I've met them a time or two, but same thing. Like, we never really... Like, I've never had Mm -hmm. a relationship with my grandparents. So, when he... And he started talking about, like, them and my dad and stuff, and it just made me really emotional. Like, my dad in general just makes me really emotional. Like, I don't know (laughs) why. my dad. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, yeah. And he, he was telling me, he said, like, it's funny because I'm also a big believer in, like, what you put into the universe is real. So, I always used to say that I was only going to ever have two kids, and if I had three kids, it would be a whoopsie baby. <laughs> and now I'm like, I want to have three kids, and my husband says two kids only. Mm-hmm. When I went to the psychic, he was like, you're going to have kids, and plural, but you're only going to have two. And I was like, not three. And he's like, something will happen after your second baby when you're not able to have kids anymore. Oh. And then I remembered two or three years prior to that, Sarah told me, she's like, I had a dream, and I was with your daughter, and we were in the hospital. And she, like, she was a a little bit older, like, not older, but, like, maybe five, six, or seven, and Mm -hmm. we were sitting in the hospital waiting, and I was, like, so many things like this. Like, how can you deny that all of these things are real, right? Yeah. Um, And, fun fact, I went to a psychic who said to me, you're going to get married and have a baby within close proximity, and you will be ready to have a baby when you're 28. (laughs) Do you know how old I am? 28. Isn't that wild? <laughs> it is wild. <laughs> and this was in, like, 2013. Like, this yeah. was years before I had even met him or was friends with, you know, like, mm. there's no way that you could have planned that yeah. based on that. Yeah. I have seen, so the only psychic, the I've only gone to the one psychic and, a psychic and I've gotten to her several times mm. over and over. So in Kitchener here, we have the psychic fair every year. Yeah. A couple times a year, actually. Yeah. It's usually in the winter, in the spring, in the summer. I usually go in the winter, I think, and then maybe in the summer sometimes, but since I was probably 16, I've been going to the same psychic, and I went to her because my Aunt Sandy, who I've talked about before, went to her as well. So when Sandy went to her, she, we always talk about her because it was very freaky. So when Sandy went to her for the first time, she was just about to get a divorce, but had not told anybody that she was planning on getting divorced yet. And Corby, who is the name of our psychic, said, like, you're going to get divorced and you're going to meet somebody else and you're going to have two kids. And, like, she was, like, said exactly what her life was going to be. And at the time, Sandy was like, what the fuck? Because she hadn't told anyone she was getting divorced yet. Yeah. And Corby said it right away. Yeah. And when I started seeing Corby, I was really young. I was still with my ex, my eight-year relationship. What do we call him? Boyfriend one. Boyfriend one. Okay. Yeah, we're going to start nicknaming my, like, exes. <laughs> Boyfriend one. My favorite's Bandman. <laughs> we always love Bandman. <laughs> and he loves us, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, boyfriend number one. Um, I was with him, and I was probably 16, and she said, like, listen, like, I understand. You are young. And I had these recordings. And she said, he is not it for you. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm sorry. And, like, at the time, I didn't believe this. I was with him till I was 20. I think. Um, but I said, whatever. At the time, she said to me, she's like, he's, she showed me the king of hearts because she would do tarot reading mm-hmm. cards. Um, and she's like, he, he, you give him all the love and he's like, you know, he's receiving all your love, but he'll never give you the same. Right. And that's very much how I felt in the end. Like, yeah. I, I'm always the giver and he never reciprocated the same thing. 
And in the end, she told me, like, you know, this isn't going to work. And I would go to her, like, year after year after year. And, like, she would tell me the same fucking things. Yeah. And amongst other things that made me really believe in it. But, yeah, she's always been so spot on for everything in my life. And mm-hmm. I'm such a huge believer in psychics. But my parents love to make fun of me for it. My dad, too. My mom was like, like I said before, she's like, did she know you were coming? Yes. Bitch. My dad will literally <laughs> say the same thing. He'll be like... Oh, yeah? And what did they tell you? Did they tell you that, like, just nonsense, One time she did tell me something that was complete nonsense because she told me, she's like, oh, I see you, like... Okay, I'm gonna back up. So, in university, I studied geography. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but, like, that's what I studied. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, I see you, like, doing something with, like, oceans or, like, being by water and having that opportunity to do something near water. I'm terrified of the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I ain't no being no researcher. Like, like, severely terrified of the ocean. I think she actually said, like, use the word oceanographer. Oh. Or, like, like marine, really bio- no, in there. marine biologist is what she said. And I am severely afraid of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if she, like, it, okay. So, the problem was, in university, I had the opportunity to do co-op, which would have brought me abroad for geography one hundred percent, that would have brought me to places. I you saying that, yeah. All over the world, and I didn't want to because I had boyfriend number one, right? And I just didn't want to leave home, and I'm still like that. I don't want to yeah. leave home, <laughs> but she's like, that is a possibility for you. So if I had taken that journey, maybe I would have yeah. been more comfortable with the ocean. I love the Little journey. Mermaid. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's yeah. fascinating, but at the end of the day, I was terrified by it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was the one thing that I was like, mm, yeah, I don't really know what you're talking about. But other than that, yeah. everything's uh, been pretty spot on. Yeah. But the one thing I've never asked about was past lives. Never asked about that. Okay, so do you believe in past lives? Mm, I don't know if I do. I'm on the fence okay. about that. So when I did... Okay, so I've had a couple, like, run-ins with past lives. When I did that Reiki session, she told me that... I, th- I can't remember the number she said, but I think she said, like, three or four. Like, I've had three or four different past lives. And in... Maybe one or all of my past life, she's like, you were tortured. What? And she was telling me these ways. I oh, I wish I listened to it before we did this. She was telling me the ways in how, and I kid you not, Hallie, the way, the things that she was telling me and how I was tortured make total sense of why my personality is the way that it is in this life. Do you think I was tortured by butterflies? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you were put in like a butterfly fucking sanctuary or something and they ate you alive i don't know or was i drowned in the ocean yeah it's true so i guess she she did tell me i don't obviously i can't go back so like i the reason i like psychics is because not that i want to know my future but sometimes they just validate things Mm -hmm. a lot of times i think it's just validation for Mm -hmm. me at least um and that's what i like about psychics but with past lives, I can't validate that. No. So, I don't know if it's just a crock of shit or if it's, like, <laughs> real, right? I choose to believe that it's real, but I don't know. So, she said that in one of my past lives, I was involved in witchcraft and that was not allowed, which is why I was tortured and which was, I think she said I was, like, hung, I was maybe choked or hung or something like that um, <laughs> because I was believed to be doing witchcraft. But what she had said to me... It, 
and why I am how I am is almost like a reaction to that. Hmm. I'm going to go find it after. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll insert a little, like, clip after. Yeah, or put on our stories yeah. or something. Um, and there was two other ways that she told me, I can't remember that now, but I was like, maybe that is real. Mm. So that's one thing. And then I've gone to three different psychics now. Mm -hmm. I rotate, like, all of readers, and then I went to two others that I would go back and forth between. Every single one of those three have said that Sarah and I were sisters in a past life. Every- Your most recent friend, Sarah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Every single one that we went to has said wow. that. So, bef- when Sarah and I just first started being friends, mm-hmm. I was told that. Midway through our friendship, I was told that. And as far as December of 2019, when we, we went to the same one together, he said, like, what's the connection between you two? And we said, no, we're friends. And he's like, no, you're not. You were sisters in a past life. <laughs> and everybody has told, every psychic that we've gone to has said that. That's crazy. Also, anywhere we go together mm-hmm. or would go together, people would say, like, oh, are you guys sisters? And it was really bizarre to us because we don't <laughs> look anything alike. She's, like, half Hungarian and <laughs> I'm just straight white. Yeah. Right? So... There was no resemblance, mm. so it was weird. Like, obviously, that energy was put out, right? Yeah. And now I think, like, is this how our <sighs> friendship ended in our past lives, too? Oh. Like, I'm I'm curious now to know that's true. how our friendship ended in our past lives to see if that's similar to how our friendship yeah. ended. And maybe maybe eventually your lives are supposed to right. supposed to be friends, but, like, in this life, you're not. Right. Maybe the next life. In every life, apparently, we've you're not still been trying. meant to be friends. Yeah. Right? So, I do kind of believe in past lives. I've never had anyone tell me anything about my past life, so I've never had that opportunity, I guess. I don't know. And I think, like, like, for me personally, I can't validate that. Yeah. Whereas, if you tell me something Mm -hmm. future or Mm -hmm. current, I can validate that. If I were to go to a psychic and they were to tell me, like, you were drowned in the ocean, yeah. or, like, the things that I, like, I'm, <laughs> like, really... Like, af- your fears. Yeah, the yeah. things that I'm, like, specifically afraid of, I would probably believe it. Because yeah. I truly don't... Like, some people think that psychics are, like, con artists. Yeah. But I don't think I don't you can think bring so. up the random things no. that they bring up and, like, have it make so much sense in your life. Yeah. And be so specific. Like, how are you going to tell me that I had a... My great-grandma had a son named John that passed away early in life, and I didn't know about it, and I had to ask about it, and my dad was like, yep. Yeah. Like, that's... Okay, you can't yeah. just make that shit up. Yeah. I know John's a common name, but yeah. come on. <laughs> Even, like, with my grandparents. Yeah. Like, that girl... That lady did not know... To know that all four of your grandparents are passed. Yeah. Because, like, that happens for a lot of people, but I have all four grandparents. But with him, so when we went to the Olive Reader, which I highly recommend that anybody... What is an Olive Reader? You... That's his, just his name. Okay. His name, like, that's his, like, company okay. is Olive Reader. Olive Reader, gotcha. Um, I think I was on his wait list for a year and a half. And, oh like, God. as of last year in 2020, his wait list was into 2022. So I imagine it's higher now. But when I... I liked him because he didn't wait for my response. Mm. So you cannot... They cannot see what I'm doing, but... <laughs> but we took him off the video. <laughs> but he would say to me, I have all of your grandparents here, and he would point up with four fingers. But when he talked about my husband's grandparents, <laughs> he would say his grandparents. So he would point up for one and down for one, meaning one is not here and one is presently on earth. So one is past and one is not. And that's, or sorry, one is past three or not. That's how okay. he did it. So he would point up or point down to represent passed on or current. Wow. When he said mine, before I could even say anything, he had pointed up for all four. I had not even opened my mouth. Yeah, that's just So how crazy. do you know? Right? Yeah. 
And then oh God, he brought up, list? yeah, he brought up things about even like my dad's childhood and my dad's past that I know this to be true because my dad has told me. So I knew that that was that to be true, but not everybody would know that. No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So he also told me that leading up to my wedding was going to be pure chaos and a pure shit show. And let me tell you, it just it was. fucking was. My husband just texted me from the living room and said, can I have a Pepsi, please? Because they're mine. <laughs> And the Dr. Peppers are his. <laughs> this is sweet. Now number two. So, okay, we've talked we've covered psychics a bit, past lives, um, yep. guardian angels a bit, bleeding and ghost spirits, demons. We've talked about saging a bit. I believe in those. I believe in those. There was one time, I don't know if this was a dream, but like yeah. I used to feel like when I would pass by my sister's room that there was a little girl sitting on her bed. Oh. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Where we live now, my parents' house, that used to be a field. Mm-hmm. Who knows what was on that field before we were there? When I, so when I was younger, we lived on a court and where we live currently used to be a field that I used to play in. And so that was all open field at one point, which I'm assuming, obviously, everything was open field at mm-hmm. one point. But I used to see this, like, little girl sitting on her bed. Like, I would pass by my room, have to pass by hers to go to the bathroom, and I would swear to God I would feel, like, a presence. Mm-hmm. And I felt this a lot. And I, because of these things, and, like, I used to be able to walk into a house and just feel like I had bad juju. Or, right. like, I used to, like, when I go back to Portugal with my family, the two t- times that I've been there, even when I was seven years old, the first time I went there, I always, I don't remember a lot. My memory is very bad. But I do remember just feeling, like, weird. Yeah. Like, off. Both my grandparents were alive when I was seven and I was in that house. But my grandpa was, my grandpa was very ill yeah. when I was there. And I remember just feeling like an anxiety or a presence and then when i went there when i was 18 i really felt a presence and he had passed in that house yeah he passed away in that house so i personally believe in i do believe in like that and demons yeah i i i I can't say that i've had a lot of like interactions with demons as such but i believe that to be real Mm -hmm. um and this isn't a personal story for me but it was a story that i was told like my sister told me a story before about one of her friends who ended up being in a car accident. And when she was in the car accident, she was like, literally something was like pulling her out of the windshield type thing, like saying, time to go. And her grandpa, who had just passed one day before this car accident, was pulling her back saying like, it's not yet your time. But there was like this energy or this presence like saying like, time to go, bitch, right? Oh my God. So like, I've not had a personal experience Mm-hmm. that I can think of, but I've heard of stories where mm-hmm. I'm like, I believe that, that I believe that that's true. For you know? some reason. I this story just popped in my head. When I was younger, I would read those magazines. You know, like, um, oh my god, when I was like grade eight, grade nine, um, like those magazines, what were they called? Like pop something like J fourteen. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there was this magazine and do you remember uh, Miranda Cosgrove from yeah. iCarly? Yeah. There was a story about, like, spirits and them experiencing these stories. And there was a story that I, to this day, somehow just remember so clearly. Because she said that she had driven by this car accident. And she saw the car wreckage. And on top of the car, she saw four children sitting on top of the car. And she thought, like, that's really bizarre. Yeah. And she told her parents, like, did you see those kids? Or so, so, like, something like that in the story. She had said, like, hey, did you see those kids sitting on top of the car wreckage? Yeah. And they were like... No. And she went later on and looked up the car accident and four children had passed in that car accident. Wow. And they're all just sitting like cross-legged on top of the car. That's what she had seen. Yeah. And I'm like, 
I don't know. You just can't make this shit up. Yeah. Like, if you were to be driving on the street and you saw that, like, would you not be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you don't, you didn't know those people. So that makes me believe, like, there's no way we just make this shit up right. in our heads. No, I believe it. There's no way. And you know what? Kids, I don't know if you've, like, been around kids who yeah. have seen that. And like, dogs. kids are, and yeah, they're really, like, sensitive to that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So wild. My, when my sister was pregnant with my niece, we didn't know what she was. Like, she didn't find out the gender with, with her. And we were sitting in my sister's living room, and there was this pink balloon from I don't know what at this point. But they were talking about my my grandma, and they were talking about my sister's, like, daughter. And this pink balloon just, like, floated from, like, completely different part in the, in the house over to her and literally came up right beside her belly. And we were like, you can't make this up! Yeah. Like, how does this even happen? Right? Yeah. Um, so, like... That's crazy. But my niece is so, so, so sensitive to all that stuff. Like, she'll tell me stories about, like, she she has told me wild things. And my cousin, I think she is, um, she's told a story, too, like, about her daughter said, like, yeah, like, when I was there, like, I, we, I picked which slide to go down. I picked, like, the white slide to go down to come here. So they're so susceptible to it. And in one of my sister's previous houses, my nephew would always sit at the bottom of the stairs and just stare up at the top of the stairs and have, like, a full conversation and, like, nobody was there. Mm-hmm. That house had really bad, like, juju, like, really bad. So it was a little bit scary almost that, like, this little toddler baby was, like, having, yeah, you know. Obviously, he wasn't saying anything. It was, like, baby talk. But yeah. you could tell that, like, there was a conversation of some sort. I don't know. You just, like, yeah. can't make it up. It's funny, because even I feel... I know I'm a dog person, but, like, even with dogs, I think that's true. When... So, I had a... My first dog, Maggie, was a yellow lab. Mm-hmm. And she passed when I was... I have a tattoo for her. <laughs> I don't even know. In 2012. And then we got Macy, our new dog, my family's dog, in 2014, I want to say. Yeah, probably. Um, And I remember Macy as a puppy just, like, staring in a corner. And just, like staring or just like barking or like whatever or she would like go to the front door and just like stand there yeah and i just always felt like like i know that dogs maybe dogs don't i I believe dogs have spirits yeah i believe like even a cat could but yeah i just thought always like my first dog was protecting the second one and i always like i always thought that and i still really really think yeah i think they do too even, like, we have these two little butthole <laughs> cats, but when I was growing up, we also had a cat, and she died when she was, like, 18 or 19, and I was so sad before we got these guys, and, like, Leo runs wild around here. <laughs> like, he gets zoomies really bad, <laughs> and I know that this is so weird, but I did ask that one psychic when I went there, and he said, you had a cat that died, and I was like, yeah, and he said, he plays with her, and I was like, oh, <laughs> like, that's so wild. Yeah, that is wild. It's a cat. I know. It's not even a human. I believe those things, for sure. So when my cat's running around here like a fucking psychopath with zoomies, what am I going to say? Like, hey to my other cat who, like, died a long time ago? <laughs> like, so wild. Um, the other thing that I was going to ask is, do you think that you can develop those skills to be a psychic? Like, you know how yes. people, like, practice that? Yep. I think everybody has the ability. I think it's like a vibration. Yeah, I think everybody has it. You just have to really like hone in on it, and you really have to train your body and your mind. Have you ever watched the Long and the Medium? Yes. And how she like the story of how she realized she was a medium. That's terrifying. Yeah, her story was terrifying. Yep. Like, could you imagine having those like experiences of these like you don't realize you think they're demons, but like I think she said that they're angels at some point, like coming at you. Yeah, that's terrifying. See, for me, like, I don't think I could ever really 
start to practice train that. myself that because my immediate response is fear. Yeah. And I don't quite know why. Maybe something happened in my past life. I don't know. But, like, my immediate response is to be fearful of those things. Yeah, it just makes me true. really anxious and it makes me feel really on edge and my heart races and yeah. I get really sweaty and I immediately want to, like, abort mission. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'll be having a dream and I'm fully cognizant that I'm that this dream is a message for me, but it's too terrifying that I'll wake myself up out of it. But I yeah. know that I should stay in this dream to know what it's saying. What it's saying to but you. But my, yeah, my immediate response is fear, so yeah, I don't know. I guess I was scared. I was scared of the figure that would end up being my great-grandpa, too. Like, mm-hmm. I was really like, what the fuck is... They look like fucking Slenderman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I was scared. Yeah. But when it was Travis in the car, I never felt that scared. Mm-hmm. I always felt like, oh, like, I'm okay. Yeah. But I've never felt that scared. One last thing. When I used to live with my parents... I remember one night cleaning my my room, cleaning the mirrors. I had, like, one of those tall, skinny, long, skinny mirrors on the wall. I remember cleaning it with Windex, went to bed, and when I woke up in the morning, there was two handprints at the very top of it, and it just kind of, like, dragged down a little bit. Oh, my God. And I was like, I think that's really when I started to become fearful. Because yeah. I was like, why is that there? <laughs> that would be fearful, yeah. Right? And so everything after that I just saw, as, or I felt and saw to be, like, a negative energy thing because i was like like my brother and sister were way too young they couldn't even reach up that tall and first of all why the fuck are there two handprints like it was perfectly placed like this on the top and would and just had like a little bit of a drag to it that's terrifying terrifying. i was in like grade six or seven yeah that is terrifying so like you don't even realize that that's a thing your parents don't tell you that that's a thing you see these hands and i was like oh and since i've always been spiritual like that though since I was, like, that young. Like, yeah. I've always been... I've always felt like I've had this, I like... I wasn't then. I always I would say like it's I only was. in, like, my adult life. Like, maybe, like, 18, 19. Uh, I feel like I've always really deeply, like, deeply connected with that for some yeah. reason. And not even ways that I really understood. Yeah. But I feel like I always really, really connected. I think I'm just scared reason. of it. I think, like, I could really... Mm. But I'm usually scared, more scared of it than Sometimes not. if I feel scared, I've literally said, like, I feel uncomfortable. Can you please leave me alone? Yeah. And sometimes it takes a little bit, but, like, I'll, like, eventually, like, <gasps> Oh, my God. Myself. That just reminded me of something. When I went to the psychic, they said that spirits are allowed to be here until you tell them they have to go. Mm-hmm. So when I was saying, please stop smoking in my car, I never smelled smoke in the car after that. Mm-hmm. I used to always say that. If I felt uncomfortable and I didn't know what was around me, I'd yeah. say, I'm sorry, but please leave me alone. But I, I was telling this one psychic, I'm like, I've never smelt it again in the car after that. And mm-hmm. she was like, because you asked them to leave. Once you ask them to leave, they cannot come back. Hmm. Yeah, I've done that multiple times. So there used to be a time where I would feel that for some reason, every time I went, like, this sounds weird. Every time I would go into, like, the shower, I'd be afraid of, like, the mirror. Yeah. And I would always say, like, please just leave me alone. Please let me shower in peace. For there was a, there was a long period of time where I felt like I was constantly being followed around our oh, house. Yeah. Like, I would be in the... I was going to say, you're feeling, like, watched. Feeling watched, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would constantly feel like I was being watched or followed. And for... It took a little bit, but I'd be like, please leave me alone. Yeah. Please, just, like, I don't know who you are, but please leave me alone. Still to this day, I don't really know yeah. what that was, but I had a long period of time, probably in high school, probably in grade 9 or 10, where I felt like I was seriously... Someone was, like, with what? me yeah. all the time. And I don't know who it was to this day, yeah. but I, I, like, I do feel freaked out, like you said. I do feel, like, anxious, but at some point I'm always just like, please just leave me alone. Like, I don't feel comfortable with your presence. Please just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. And I say that a lot. <laughs> Maybe I should say that more. Because, yeah, like... <laughs> and I try to be nice about it. I'm like, please yeah. just leave me alone. Like, I don't feel comfortable. I wish that this was something that I could talk to my husband about more. 
because I feel like a lot of men, yeah, particularly, don't feel comfortable. Not about it. Yeah. Yeah. He's not about it. Anyway. I wish I could talk to him about it a little bit more, but he's not really spiritual like that at all. I think if I asked him to go see a psychic, he'd laugh in my face. <laughs> and when I tell him these things, he's like, cool. Yeah, I've always just gone on my own. Yeah. The only other thing that I wanted to talk about was angel numbers. Yes. In astrology. Yes. And horoscopes. I know you're the one that introduced oh me God. really to angel numbers. I... I'm here for angel numbers, okay? <laughs> Explain I'm what angel it. numbers are for those okay. who do not know. So, if you don't know what an angel number is, I'm going to tell you. So, angel <laughs> numbers are when you see things in series. So, like, 111, 222, 333, mm-hmm. etc. Or, like, 1111, mm-hmm. whatever. They are messages for you. So, for example. So, for example. Right now, I'm seeing 1111 a lot, okay. 1010, and 222. Okay. So, pause. <laughs> Here is the definition of what an angel number is, okay? Mm -hmm. Angel number is a part of numerology. It explains why each number is connected to a frequency beyond its numeric value. When people keep seeing the same numbers again, it is believed that their guardian angels are somehow showing them signs. Hands down, I believe it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're seeing Mm 11-11? Which is common. So, it says, in (laughs) numerology, some new age believers often link 11-11 to chance or coincidence. It is an example of synchronicity, for example, those who are seeing 1111 on a clock often claim it as an auspicious, is that a word? I don't know. Sign or signaling of a spirit presence. I don't like that. I don't like that. So, definition. I see 1111 in a lot of ways, either on my phone or a lot of the time when I am driving and I I always for some reason put on Google Maps. Doesn't matter where the fuck I'm going. Yeah. I just like to like to have the countdown of how long I'll be there. I always see 11 minutes, 11 kilometers. Yeah. It's always right next to each other. I always look down at, like, I don't look at it that often, but when I do, I always tend to see, see in that. every single trip, 11, 11. Okay. So, if we look at the threes, mm-hmm. so, in three, so, one, 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 which mm-hmm. would be a variation of 11, 11, it says you are on the right path to abundance, alignment, and creating your, creating your dream reality. You're manifesting things with ease probably accurate for what you're going through right now. In the last couple of months, I've seen 11, 11, and 10, 10, and then 222. So, when we first started this, I would always see the number 555. You did see 555. I saw 555 all the friggin' time. So, 555 is a quantum (laughs) leap. Whoa, that ended up over here. (laughs) Um, It says... 555 is a quantum a quantum leap is ahead. Embrace yourself for a massive shift and be open to new opportunities in all areas of your life. So mm-hmm. this was like a really transitional thing because I think a lot was going on with photography at the time mm-hmm. too and um there's a lot going on with my husband at the time like it was just crazy and I remember saying to Hallie like 555 it means new opportunities this is it. Like mm-hmm. I saw it all the we time. We have to do this now. And now the two big ones that I see are 333 and 222. I see 222 all the okay, time. Okay, so 222 says, trust that you are on the right path. Stay focused on the things you want in your life rather than what you don't want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 333 says, the universe is working with you on making your dreams a reality. Believe in yourself and trust your intuition. So this is just like one that somebody made. Mm-hmm. But if you look up them, they're usually all like the same sort same of line. meanings. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm a big, huge, huge believer in um, angel numbers. Yeah. And anytime I see it, I'll look it up. Yeah, you introduced me to that. Yeah. But I feel like when when you... I think I told you one day at work, like, I'm seeing this number a lot, and you're like, oh, that's an angel yeah. number. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. But, yeah, I was seeing... Like, I, I think for the last couple months, I've seen a lot of 11-11, which is, I feel like, common. Everyone mm-hmm. talks about 11-11. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of 10-10, and I see a lot of 222. So, those are the numbers that I see. 
all the time. And I have been since like what October, November. Yeah. Yeah. So there's another one for 222 that says you're in need of some balance in your life. Run that bath, go for that run, or binge that Netflix show. Also really mm-hmm. relatable. Um, and then 333 for this one says it's time to shine, aka use what you're good at to uplift your community, which is so funny because do you remember the other day I said to you, like, I feel like I want to have some sort of outlet to just really like openly mm-hmm. and freely talk about yeah. and like connect with other people without it being like judgy. Yeah. Like, without feeling judged on my own personal fucking social media because yeah. everybody wants to rip you to shreds because they know you. Mm. Maybe that's what that is. Maybe. So, angel numbers I really like. The only... We'll finish off with this, I guess, but astrology and horoscopes. Yeah. I think sometimes they're a bunch of shit. Bullshit. But I do follow, like, I'm a Taurus, but I don't know the deeper signs. You know, like, there's, like, a rising something, like, yeah. a rising and a... What the fuck ever. I'm not, like, deeply into it like that. I just know my main horoscope, which is Taurus. Right. I'm a Taurus. But I did one time dig a little bit deeper, other than, like, the surface of Mm -hmm. that, of each sign. And I have to say, I think they're pretty accurate. So I looked up myself, my husband, my sister, and my brother-in-law, and Mm -hmm. the traits and qualities and all that for our signs, it was pretty spot on. Yeah. So I do believe it to be true. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't follow, like, every day when there's a new horoscope no, for, or, like, a new message for, yeah. like, that horoscope. I would say that I, I do believe I follow, I am very much Taurus. Okay, you're a Taurus, I'm gonna... But the thing is, like, there's a, there's a couple signs, like, you have, like, three. You have, like, a rising sun So, I think or... it depends on when your birthday falls. Okay. In that period of, like, if you're, like, a day one of the sign, of the change... So let's say the beginning of a Taurus is, let's say, May 1. Okay. If, May 1st. If your yeah. birthday was May 1st, you could f- have attrib- attributes or whatever of each sign. The one okay. before and the one you're in. Okay. I would say in Taurus. I feel like I really... When's your birthday? Of May, May 7th. 7th. Okay. Here's what it is. <laughs> Taurus. Your element is earth. Quality is fixed. Your color is green and pink. Your day is Friday and Monday. Greatest overall compatibility is a Scorpio. That's me. Is it? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, so it says a Taurus traits, strengths, reliable, patient, practical, devoted, responsible, and stable. I'd say those all accurately. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I would say I. Weakness, stubborn, possessive, and uncompromising. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I'd say you're possessive, though. But I'm not very... Yeah, I wouldn't I say possessive. But uncompromising sometimes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Taurus likes gardening, cooking, music, romance, high-quality clothes, and working with hands. High-quality clothes is a really odd thing odd. to put in here. But I think the thing with Taurus I've always heard is, like, they love luxury. Yes. Which is true. Also you. <laughs> Taurus dislikes sudden changes, complications, insecurity of any kind, and synthetic fabrics. Also That's strange. Wild. <laughs> So it says, basically, an overall is practical and well-grounded. A Taurus is a sign that harvests the fruits of labor. They feel the need to always be surrounded by love and beauty, turned to the material world, hedonism, and physical pleasures. Born with their sun in Taurus are sen- sensual and tactile, considering touch and taste the most important of all senses. Stable and conservative, this is one of the most... Re- liable signs of the zodiac ready to endure and stick to their choices until they reach the point of personal satisfaction that's you i yeah i'd say i fall mostly in that 
What is Scorpio? Oh, you should read this after. It's like Taurus love and sex, Taurus friends and family, career and money. Hmm. I'll read the first line of each one. Okay. Okay, so Taurus love and sex. One always has to be prepared to have patience for a Taurus lover. They are extremely sensual, touch, smell, and all plus... Leo, (laughs) he wants out. Sorry, hang on. One always has to be prepared to have patience for a Taurus lover. They are extremely sensual, touch, smell, and all pleasurable senses being extremely important to them, but they also need time to create a safe environment and relax in their sexual encounters. When they create enough intimacy with a loved one, they become a bit gooey, sometimes even needy, and have to keep their emotions in check, holding on to practical reasoning while embracing change and initiative with their partner. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Friends, people born in this sign are loyal and always willing to lend a hand of friendship, although they can be closed up to the outer world before they build trust for their new social contacts they make. Mm, Um, I'd say so. Home and matters of the family are very important to every tourist. This is a person who loves kids and appreciates time spent with people who love them, respecting family out respecting family routines, customs, and present in all events and gatherings. They will enjoy hosting house parties for <laughs> both their families and friends and don't mind cooking a meal for a room full of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you. That's <laughs> me. Through and through. Interesting. Taurus is a sun sign, well-organized with their finances and all their bills will be paid without delay. Yeah. This is all, like, how to attract men and women. But <laughs> you should read more on that. I feel like I do very much connect with my sign. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go to Scorpio. This is a weird, I'm going to make a weird comment, but for the longest time, I've always felt like people, this is going to sound really fucking weird. We can cut this out maybe. Okay. But I used to always believe that like people look like their birth month. Like I could always tell like, yes, you were born in November. Like for me, like looking at somebody, you can see for some reason I can see what month you're born in. Kind of cool, though. <laughs> I always just kind of feel like you're, even like the season, like you're a winter baby. Yeah. Or like, I always had the, like, sixth sense of I wonder like, if, like, there's something that is given off, like some, maybe. like an energy. But I always, I always feel like, yeah, when I, like, I just know for some reason, like, what season or month you're hmm. born in. And I'm me, really bad with birthdays. I don't even <laughs> know the birthday when I know the birthday. For me, like, I feel like I'm very much a May person. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like, I don't know, months for me are very, like... I don't know what it is, but, like, I really feel like, for me, I'm very May. I can totally tell you're November. Like... Interesting. I always can tell that stuff. For... At work, I actually always kind of knew that Kelly and Anae were both May May? birthdays. That's really interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. I'm up. Scorpio. Do you want to read it? Or do you want me to read it? You read it. You already have it So, element water, quality fixed, day, Tuesday. Greatest overall compatibility, Taurus. (laughs) That's funny. Okay, strengths, resourceful, brave, passionate, stubborn, a true friend. Kind of accurate. Weakness, distrusting. Yup. Yup. Violent, (laughs) can be. Jealous, definitely have been before. Um, Scorpio likes truth, facts, being right, longtime friends, and a grand passion. Dislikes, dishonesty, revealing secrets, and passive people. Mm -hmm. I'm borderline my mind, though. Like, sometimes, like... In a lot of things I've read about Scorpios, they say, like, how, like, feisty they are, and I can be. I would say you're feisty. <laughs> I guess I can be, but I feel like I can also be pretty passive. Yeah. Although I guess I'm ready, I'm always in fight or flight. But maybe like, it's passive-aggressive. Yeah. More so aggressive. <laughs> Scorpio-born are passionate and assertive people. They are determined and decisive. 
decisive and will research until they find out the truth. Scorpio is a great leader, always aware of the situation, also features prominently in resourcefulness. Scorpio is a water sign and lives to experience and express emotion. Although emotions are very important to a Scorpio, they manifest them differently than other water signs. In any case, you can be sure that a Scorpio will keep your secrets, whatever they may be. I would say, yeah, you are all of those things. Scorpios are known by their calm and cool behavior and by their mysterious appearance. Wow. People often <laughs> say that Scorpio-born are fierce, probably because they understand very well the rules of the universe. Some Scorpio-born can look older than they actually are. I get that all the time. Really? When I was 16, people were asking me if I was, like, 20, 21. And when I go outside with my sister, who is seven years older than me, with all four of her kids, people think I'm the mother. What? Yeah. I always was told that I look way younger. Yeah, I've always been told. And you know what? It's showing because I got two gray hairs and I got wrinkles already, so. Yeah, she's been freaking about her wrinkles that she saw. Um, they are excellent leaders because they are very dedicated to what they do. Scorpios hate dishonesty and they can be very jealous and suspicious, so they need to learn how to adapt more easily to different human behaviors. (laughs) I would say that, like, in our, oh my god, my eyelash again, in our friendship, like, I have the time to wait for your assertiveness because I know that you will make a decision yeah. <laughs> quicker than I will. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm not good at that. Yeah. <laughs> but you will be like, okay, this, this, and this, these are the facts. Let's make this decision. But then sometimes I'm like, so I'll do that for sure. And then sometimes, like, I'll say to my husband, I'm like, did I just, was I, like, too much? Like, did I, like, maybe overstep? Like, should I have maybe let this be, like, a, a, a mutual decision? Or and he's like, that's just how you are. Like That's just how you are. Yeah. And I'm okay. That's how maybe that's why we're compatible yeah. is because I'm okay with stepping back right. and letting you be like, I think this is the best decision because I've done the research on this instance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> and I'm like, Even, like okay. sometimes I'll say to Hallie, like, okay, if you if you disagree, let me know. But I've looked into it and like X, Y, and Z, whatever, whatever. She's like, you can tell me to fuck off anytime. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It's so true. <laughs> okay, almost done. It says, Scorpio is the most central sign of the Zodiac. Scorpios are extremely passionate and intimacy is very important to them. They want intelligence and on intelligent and honest partners. When they fall in love, they are very dedicated and faithful. I will agree. So both of our signs are very loyal, loyal signs, yeah. which I would very much say for both of us. Like yeah. I'm, like we said in my dating. Almost to a fault. To a fault, yeah. yeah. I would say, like, in my dating history, like, as soon as I like someone, I'm suddenly loyal. Yeah. I don't need to be. Yeah. But I am. <laughs> It says they're, they enter into relationships very carefully because sometimes they need a lot of time to build trust and respect for partners. Facts. Mm-hmm. Okay, last, Scorpio friends and family. Honesty and fairness are two qualities that make a Scorpio a great friend. Both born under the Scorpio sign are very dedicated and loyal when it comes to working. They are quick-witted and intelligent, so they would feel better in the company of witty and fun-loving people. They are full of surprises and will give you everything you need, but if you let them come down once, there's no return. Scorpios are very emotional. I'm very emotional. (laughs) Very emotional. When they are in pain. Yup. It is simply impossible to make them feel better. Facts. They are very dedicated and take good care of their family. Yep. I would say all of these are pretty true Mm -hmm. for both of us. Mm -hmm. So I do believe in astrology in that sense. Yeah, a little bit. But it's it's also, if you've gone to a psychic, they also do your, like, your number. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. always ask, like, oh, what year were you born? Yes. These things. Yes. And it's always, like, it's different all the time because it's whatever path you're on. So, the the last time that I went to a psychic, she said, oh, you're starting your new life. Like, this is a new life. And that was right after I left my boyfriend number one. Yeah. And she's like, this is, you're starting a whole new cycle. Yeah. And at the time, that was very much true. So I really need to go see a psychic. Yeah. Again is what I'm gathering. <laughs> when I went to the psychic, the last thing that he said was that my life would restart when I'm 28. Hmm. Which is funny because 
I got married right before I turned 28. And do you yeah. remember I said to you, I have no idea what happens now? Yeah. We just talked about that yeah. two episodes ago, like, yeah. what happens now. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you turned 28. We started this, like, a month after yeah. you turned 28. And you, yeah, we had a lot of things. And I saw 555 all the time. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> so... Either you think maybe we're crazy. we should, yeah. You either think we're like <laughs> fucking Looney Tunes and need to be admitted to the psych ward, or you don't. But I mean, to each their own. Like, mm-hmm. I obviously wouldn't talk to somebody about this if they were like, no, I don't agree with this. So I'm glad that we see eye to eye on we this. We do. I think we should definitely go to a psychic together. Maybe. Yes, my mother let's get on the list for all of <laughs> yeah, Reader because he's a cool dude. Seriously, but like my mother, if she's listening to this, is like y'all probably, are fucking crazy. Yeah, she's probably like, oh my god. So I talk to you. She's talking about psychics again. (laughs) (laughs) My dad too. Yeah. But I think my dad's like not, I wouldn't say spiritual, but he's a little bit more because he grew up a Catholic than my mom. My mom's like, you're a psycho. Um, But my dad, my, with the whole Portuguese traditions, like the bread and the money. Yeah. (laughs) He already is like involved in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know other people's cultural things. That's That's a Portuguese thing. I don't know if it's like a whole European thing, but like. I don't know if you've ever experienced anything like that, but in the Portuguese culture, it's like, oh, they must need something from the other side. See, not like that, and maybe this is totally not related at all, but today I was talking to my mom about Pancake Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Do you have pancakes on Pancake Tuesday? Yeah, I went to Catholic school. Okay! (laughs) I did not know that that was a Catholic thing. Yeah, it's a Catholic thing. So my mom was telling me today about, like, the tradition behind that, and I Mm -hmm. thought, like, are we just weird people? But did you get money in your pancakes? No. I always got money in my pancakes. We did it at school, though. They wouldn't give every child a fucking So, pancake. my mom did it for us every morning oh, on they Pancake would too. Tuesday. Yeah, my parents And would. she would boil money so it was clean and put it in our pancakes. Oh. And then, however much you got, like, that was your, like, lucky money and you got to keep it in whatever. And I was like, I want to do that with my kids, but I wanted to understand why, you what it. that is. Um... So, yeah, there's probably a lot of things like that, too. Like, like I said, it's not quite, like, the yeah. bread and the money thing, but, like, it's a weird thing that, well, like... My husband does not have a fucking clue what Pancake Tuesday is. Yeah. I'm like, you didn't get pancakes with money in it? And he's like, the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, I got pancakes with money in it on Pancake Tuesday. Yeah, my ex-fiance was the same way. Like, he didn't understand those things because he didn't grow up Catholic. fuck? But also, not even just, like, being Catholic, but the Portuguese culture, at least. There are so many superstitions. Like, I remember you telling me about, like, the windows being open and the cross breeze. Yeah, cross winds. Yeah. If you were in the cross winds of, like, a window, let's say, to your left and a window straight in front of you, and you were sitting in the middle of those cross winds, like, you're as good as dead. Yeah. And then, like, my grandpa, my va, he used to say, like, you can't whistle at night because it's inviting the devil. Mm -hmm. You can't point at the moon. That's bad luck. Like, there's a lot of weird superstitions. Yeah. Portuguese culture. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's like a European thing or just a Portuguese thing, but like I grew up with a lot of superstitions. Interesting. You should find more about them. Yeah, should ask my grandparents mm-hmm. some more. We should yeah. we should bring them on here. <laughs> Tell us so all funny. your Portuguese <laughs> traditions. They have a really good story of how they came Aww. to Canada. That would be a really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Note it down. <laughs> In the how notes, I'll do some Canada. research. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming on this spiritual journey with us. (laughs) While I think that, like, yes, we have these spiritual things, but, like, a lot of the things that, like, spiritually have happened Mm. would have, if they didn't happen, I would not be where I am. Like, they would not have led me to my husband had Mm. I not done a lot of those things. So, 
Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. I'll probably go drive home and have a visit from Travis in my yeah, backseat, and I'll like, tell him, you know hey, what? Hey, <laughs> heard you were talking about me today. <laughs> yeah. So. I'll probably go home. Like, honestly, every time I have, like, a spiritual conversation, I end up, like, experiencing all yeah. those things again. Because often I try to, like, say, hey, like, I'm not really prepared for you can you just leave me alone yeah. especially if i'm already feeling anxious in my own everyday yeah. life i'm like i don't really have time for, for this you right now but what if it's helpful maybe sometimes they show up when maybe you need i'll them. invite it yeah <laughs> don't invite it but <laughs> anyway that's it that's all <laughs> like like subscribe <laughs> follow us on instagram at wifeology.podcast mm. am i doing a good job so far yeah look for our new podcast cover which yes. should be out by now yes it should be and um See you next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>